Yeah, what's up? It's I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. It's time. Yo, can I it's kick it right now? Here we go. It's, 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 well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better think about it or you won't be around. It's, what we need is a little bit of love. Sent by one from heaven up above. Take a pity, it's simple and plain. This ain't no game, you know what I'm saying. It's, it's, what? It's time. Yep, yep. Time to make the change. Here we go. Oh, we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church of Formation and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. We've got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things going on. So much, so much, so much. And we're going to hear what you have to say about it and what others will have to say. So, 972-647-1893 will be the number you'll be reaching me on. 972-647-1893. You can get that going right now. But we do have so much to talk about. One of the things I'm happy to announce, uh, they seem to be going to have a Tatiana Jefferson's murderer. Uh, trial will start seemingly this month in Fort Worth. This policeman that just shot through the window and killed her. For no reason at all. She, she didn't shoot after him. She was there in her, in her home, her mother's home or whatever. She was at home minding her business. And he came over and go in the backyard and killed her. And this clown did not want uh, uh, to go to trial. Now wanted another state. He's been running free ever since that murder that he did and has not paid one second for it. It's time for this foolishness to stop, and I hope this trial be fair. Hope to try him fair, because I know what he deserved. He deserved all the punishment. And I hope they give him, throw the book at him, which I doubt it. But he needs to go to the penitentiary. To me, uh, if I was a person that was pro-capital murder, I would, I would, I'd give him that. Things going to have to change, drastically change, in order for to stop the police from coming to us in our neighborhood or out of our neighborhood, wherever it is, and just kill us at random. This thing must change. This thing must change. But there are also some things I suggest. Uh, those of you who are old enough, very few of you are probably still alive. Remember Emmett Till, the boy, I think he was about 14 years old, when he had a lisp in his speech and sounded like he was really uh, whistling at a white woman, so she said then, and later she's come back here in later years and, and told, told him she lied about him trying to hit on her. And uh, they took this two men, white men, took this man, that boy out, 14 years old, and killed him. But the hero, one of the great heroes of the civil rights movement was Miss Mamie Teal, his mother, and his father, Louis Teal, who had been in prison. 
and had served in the military. But at the same time, the mother who handled the funeral arrangements did something that was amazing. She allowed Emmett to be viewed. And it was a uh, ABC newscaster was there when they, and he saw the body. And he hurriedly got that body back to New York, to the to capital, you know, well, had a headquarters of ABC. And then when he got that, that there, that was serious today, that'd be nothing. He could have did that in one split second in today's time, but back then, he had to make a plane. Had to make a flight to get there in time now for the five thirty news. But we it changed and set off the whole civil rights movement. When all of America could see how this young boy, Emmett Till, was so messed up. His head was swollen bigger than a basketball. He's his, he was just messed up. His body was messed up. He was torn to pieces. And his mother, a very courageous woman to do this, she let the world see how these racist bigots did her child. And that really set off the civil rights movement. Even some of the worst white folk could not stand to look at that picture of him. I saw it in a jet magazine. I was only what, eight years old when this happened. This, this was a long time ago. But it set off the civil rights movement and what it did was drew even some whites to the side of black people to fight for our rights here in America. This was something. Now down in South Texas, right outside of San Antonio Valde, these children, I'm told, all of them was shot in the face with the AR-15. My God, that, that gun would tell you if it hit anywhere above your waist, you're gone. Might it hit you in the thigh and kill you. It's just that, that gun, just that powerful. It's made to explode and everything. That bullet. And if this, if these children this it was messed up so bad it's unreal. What if some of those parents have been courageous enough? I know that'd be a take I'm not asking and putting it on anybody, but because that would be hard for any parent to do, believe me, I know. To put their child on display to show the world what these AR-15s will do, what these murderous people will do, these 
so-called serial killers, what they're doing to the children here in America, if one of them, if a parent decided, yes, show my child, let the world see what this low-down, dirty rascal has done, then you think that would shock people? Do you think that would change some people's minds about these guns? The Republicans are not going to do it. They want those guns still out there. They're lying talking about they want they don't. You don't hunt with the AR-15. But they got something else far more sinister in the back of their minds. Why? Why? They want to keep the AR-15. Well, they don't want to put it in the stipulations on it where you can buy it at 18 years old and you're still almost a kid buying that deadly weapon and you see what has happened. But what if they showed these, some of these kids or one of them to see what that gun did, that dangerous gun did? This would be something for the world to see how messed up these children are. Their heads are almost blown off their bodies, nothing but neck grown deaf and things like that. You see really how terrible these weapons are and we want them in our everyday society. What do you think about it? 972-647-1893. What do you think? Should we should our parent happen to get enough courage to say, show my child? I know they funeralize a lot of them, but they can call for them to be brought up and take a picture of them, take pictures. They probably got pictures of them. Right after they'd been shot, they took pictures. How would you feel about that? Take pictures. They probably got pictures of them. Right after they'd been shot, they took pictures. How would you feel about that? You think you could do it? Could you show your job? 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have? Uh, uh, good morning, and we have uh, Donny on uh, line one. Donny. Donny? Yeah. Donny? Yes. All right. Good morning, Donny. Okay, good morning, guys. Yes, I mean, turn, turn him up a little bit. I can't hardly hear him. All okay, right, come yeah, on. Gonna, yeah, good morning, sir. It's going to be Donnie. Uh, Donnie. It all, boil, it, all, it all boils down to you know, the Republicans. They're not going to remove their weapons or any weapons. It all boils down to that white man. Everything is mm -hmm. happening because of him, what he has talked not just the United States, but he taught the world. He taught different races to go out and kill. They're killing black men in the street. What they did to Emmett Till, Marcus Garvey, Mark, I mean, Malcolm X, all from day one. The white man has taught this here. So history is repeating itself. He wants us to self-assess as a mixed race and a black race. And it is happening. But we need to take up arms against their front since they started it. It's straight up, you know, 100. 
but they have taught the world to do this devastation and havoc and terrorism and everything else that's going on across this country. It comes down to the white and it is all demonic, evil spirit soul. Well, you said we should take up guns? I think we should take up arms against them. Well, do we have the arms? Yes, sir. I do. You do? Yes, sir. You could beat them all by yourself? Well, I got nine brothers. All my family. You and your nine brothers could beat, could beat millions? All, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying that to stop the killing and the violence against the black man, we should take up arms against them. And you think we would survive? Probably not, but we would have a cause to fight for our children. Well, you don't think they would kill our children, too? They probably would. They've been doing it since day one. Of course they would. But we would still not just sit there and get dogs like from day one. Enough is enough. Well, I understand so what you're saying, and I understand your frustrations. I understand yes, those. Yes, sir. But let's yes. not commit suicide because of our frustrations. Let's think above that. What, 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 what about thinking above above frustrations? We can do that, but so many of us died in Vietnam because the black population was producing so much, so they had to do something with us. They sent us to Vietnam. I said two years, second infantry, Cambodia, you know, and then the streets. Well, they've been killing us, tying us up for alligators and this and that. But they want enough's enough. We must stand and fight whether we lose or not. Give us a call. Whether it's just sit there and do nothing. So we should go and fight each other. no matter what the outcome might no be. No matter what. We should put up a fight. No matter what. Even until the death, put up a fight. I'm not, I'm not going to jump off the slave ship into the water. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you for this ship. You're not going to throw me overboard. I'm going to fight you to stop throwing me overboard. And if you succeed, so be it. And I gave up that fight. Because All right. My All right. Well, what's stopping you? Ain't nothing stopping me. Nothing at all. I fight every day for righteousness. Righteousness. Every day. Uh, yeah. Okay, then. Now, we'll uh, continue. Even though the devil slay me, I'm going to continue to stand for righteousness. All right. Who you are. Okay. Amen. Thank you. And I thank you for your call. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. I tell you what, we're up against a short break, and we'll be right back. Yo, what's up? All right, we are back, and you can reach us at 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Mr. T and uh, line uh, two. All right. Good morning, Mr. T. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Good. Uh, always a good program. Mm, thank you. And uh, I guess I want to say that I 
believe we should support organizations like the National African American Gun Association. Um, have you ever heard of it? National African American Gun Association? Yes, it's called SAGA, and um, it's a very good organization. Uh, I'm a part of that. Mm -hmm. um, it's very um, influential. It talks about... How did, how did you join? African Americans. How, how did you join? Oh, I've been uh, part of them for a while, but uh, they do have a website, uh, a membership, and I'm a part of that. But anybody that uh, go, would get online or you'll Google them and look them up. All right. And that's the, say that again. It's, it's National African American Gun Association. All right. Na National African American Gun Association. Yeah, mm -hmm. National African American Gun Association. Yeah. Well, um, the reason why I, the reason why I mentioned that is because a lot of things are going on, and I guess my whole uh, thing behind that is we have to train harder and I guess fight smarter. In my idea of the thing. Yeah, that's and, correct. And, and that's what, and that's what we have to do. We have to know. And, you know, the National Gun, uh, the Naga Association, I'm referring to them, uh, they're very much up, up, up on all that goes on uh, with this topic and things of that nature. So uh, check them out, and I think people will get a great benefit from that. Okay. All right. Thank you for Sir. your call. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I close the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, uh, Pierre? Bill is on uh, line four. Who? Bill. Bill? All right. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Pastor Barnett. How are you doing? Fine. How are you this you? morning? Now, bear with me because I'm, I'm hearing an echo. I'm hearing myself talk. Okay. Uh, your radio yeah, on? But it, uh, yes. Yeah, cut your radio down and cut it off and uh, listen through your uh, phone. Okay, no problem. All right. Okay, sir. All right. Go right ahead. Yes, sir, Pastor Barnett. Uh, I, I don't think the, I, I've listened to the last couple of callers, and I don't think it's, it's it, I don't think more guns and arming ourselves. That, I believe in protecting ourselves, but but it's just, it's tough. Uh, it, well. It, I mean, I. What should we do? Just sit out, stay there, and get picked off? No, no, no. We're not going to sit there and picked off. We, we, we've got to organize ourselves, like you, like we've been preaching for a long time to organize. These jokers have, have, have been going after this for a long time. The NRA. I, I honestly, honestly think, like you said, there's something sinister behind all this, and it's just coming to light now. I mean, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Well, who do you think are some of the proponents of keeping these weapons where almost you can buy an AR-15, an 18-year-old can buy one just as easy as he can buy a loaf of bread? The, the white supremacists the public. And, right. and we, we weasel ourselves into government now, and they've, they've infiltrated uh, the, the, the Senate, the Senate, the Congress, and whatnot. And it's going to be hard to get them out of this and get out of the boat and have better 
Why, why do you think the Democrats are sitting back and they have this this gift I'm, given to them by the Republicans? I am, and they won't say anything. They won't call them out or anything. Just letting them get away with murder. Exactly. I was wondering this the other day. They don't say anything. They've got the same kind of platforms that those brokers have. I'll get out there and platform and use it. They don't say anything. Why do you think they, why do you think this is going on? You know these intelligent people. And they know how to play politics. I think the NRA is infiltrated them also. You think the NRA had bought both parties out, both Democrats and Republicans? Well, why, why wouldn't we bet on it? Why wouldn't they? In case, in case one side, uh, in case one side becomes a majority, they, they, they'll have a stronghold right there on their side. It doesn't matter. We can portray both sides. So it comes down to us, truly having to defend ourselves, because we don't have a political party that's really showing himself as being a part of. No. Our fight in this country. No, you know, you know, back when the same platform that that Beto uses right now, okay, to get, to get the word out. And, and, you know, the other, these other jokers off have the same platform, Democrats, and they're not using it. Well, Arroyo, he seemed to be doing it, fighting by himself. He seemed to be fighting by himself. By himself. I mean, this this is utterly ridiculous. That we have an atrocious governor. He's worse than George Wallace would ever dream to be. Yes. But we still allow this this joker to stay in office. Uh, you, you're right here. I don't understand that. I don't understand. I don't either. Anyway, I guess we have to protect ourselves, guys, for It's just all this, too. I mean, I, I, my children are grown to know, but, you know, we've got grandkids in, in, in grade school and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I am scared from because you never know. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right, you know, I being, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, being children, being children of color is even worse. they got a bigger target on their back. Yeah. All right. I Thanks, thank you. Uh-huh. I cleared the line, 972-647-1893. All right, who's next? We have uh, Malcolm Robinson on uh, line two. All righty. Good. Good morning, Barrister. Well, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you this morning? Well, I'm doing fine. I, uh, you know, I was born and raised in Chicago. Right. So when I heard you mention about the Emmett Hill and... And I know that occurred in 1955. Right. But what? What? The reason why I called was that uh, is your birthday uh, coming up soon. My birthday is in November. November. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know why I thought. Okay, that's yours <laughs> coming up pretty soon, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you. I guess one may say soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a little older than I am, uh, aren't you? No, that's what made me call, cause, because uh, I'm 74. I am too. Okay, but you'll be 75 
Oh, oh, you had to get that in. All right, I got you. <laughs> I got you, Drew. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. No, but when, you, when you mentioned it, man, and I know it was in 1965, but, but uh, Fort Emmett Hill was a very, you know, I was uh, seven or eight years old uh, at that time. Mm-hmm. That made a major impression as a child. Mm-hmm. the handle because I think his father was in was in prison. He went to prison uh by nineteen forty. See him it was what, fourteen? Right. And uh, I think he went to prison. Oh. And uh he was in prison. Who helped her was uh Bishop Ford. She yes. was a member of his church, the Church of God in Christ. Right. And and it was always told in in Kojic that Bishop Ford helped convince her to show to show Emmett. Oh, yeah, and uh, they let this guy from ABC was uh-huh. there in Montgomery. Uh, in uh, I think this was in Montgomery because he was down in Alabama, somewhere down there. Was he had to get the thing to a, a flight back to New York? before uh, the 5.30 news would come on. And he got it back, and, you know, I saw it in Jet Magazine. That was the most horrific thing I'd ever seen in my life. It blowed my mind. I was just eight years old. It blowed me. Well, the thing thing is, uh, Reverend Barnett, when Mm -hmm. he did that, that was at at a funeral home where the body was showed. The people lined up for the block. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you can... If you can imagine, that's how much and my anger there was. Yeah, well, well, they they show they they tell me they showed this picture all over the world. Oh, it was it was it was, but but the idea of people actually going by the funeral home, mm-hmm. to see it. up, yeah, block, yeah, to see that body, mm-hmm. because it made an impression. To show the extent of what was going on from in reality. Well, so you know, but they, they, they said this was the match that lit the yeah, civil rights was, movement. Yes, because it brought it, it brought it home. Yes, and they said certain places are. They they said. White folk were running, white women were running around crying. Oh, yeah. About, about what they had done to that boy. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was, you know, like I say, I was, you know, I was seven years old, so it made a, a major impact. Mm hmm. Yeah, I was eight years old when yeah, I, I saw it. And uh, this, man, this was amazing. It set off things. And they. They began to really see and feel what African Americans had been out marching and talking about. Right. Yeah. They, they had, also saw the anger and hate that existed 
See, the thing about this whole situation is that uh, I guess if you haven't gone through something or uh, gotten touched by something, really, you don't understand it, anyway, which means you really don't care. But this did touch a great number of people. And the whole attitude about what uh, African Americans had been fighting about began to change with some people, some white people. That, that's correct. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you, when you, I'll say this before I go, when mm-hmm. you combine the, what happened down there in San Antonio and how <laughs> that guy purchased that gun mm-hmm. with what happened in Tulsa when the guy was purchased the gun, yeah. Well, the guy in Tulsa killed himself. He did kill himself. But uh, he probably would not have been killed. He, he, probably, he probably would no. not have. No, no. But the fact that he, he went right down there to the store and got the gun, mm-hmm. and an hour later, then he that's when he did the shooting. Yeah. Well, that, uh, that, 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 uh, that man there in uh, Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Went to the room. He had just bought, purchased that weapon. Right. And then they go and wipe out t- 10 people, kill 10, and I, I think he he wounded a couple of more than that. Right. But uh, the whole thing is the situations. And we have the most wretched governor I've ever seen out of all of them. This, the, the, the governor of Texas is the worst one I've ever seen. So he's been exposed around the world. Yeah. And but I wonder, are these people going to really put that man back in the office? Well, we, we, we'll see. We, we shall see. But that's, I, that's why I was calling. I thought it was about your birthday. That's what made me call. You know, I don't usually like to call on days that I'm not. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you just exposing how old I am. <laughs> but I, you know, when I'm all right, when I wake up and we had a good, nice rest. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm 35. I'm Yeah, <laughs> and almost look like. It. <laughs> yeah. So. Congratulations. Yeah, boy. But when you're blessed, you thank God for it. But anyway. Okay. All right. I right, thank you. Thank, thank you, Michael. Bye. All right. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Uh, uh, Tony is on the line three. Tony? Tony, yeah. All right. Good morning, Tony. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Brother Barber, it's good to hear from you this morning. And how are you this morning? By the grace of God, I'm well this morning. Good. Every now and then, I I get a chance to uh, call and, and talk to you. I don't call much, but when I call, 
I enjoy your topics and your shows, and I thank the Lord for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I came out, uh, you know, your your program is good because uh, I, I listen at you, and you have a, you know, you, uh, let me just make it clear. Your show has been expiring to me on a, on a Saturday because you got good topics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I listen, used to listen to KHBN a lot. Mm-hmm. So when they sort of stalled out, it seemed like I switched over and I found you all, the view. Mm-hmm. So I want to start off like that. Now, maybe I want to get to my point real quick. I'm a type of person, I'm young, even as David says, I've been young and now I am old. Mm-hmm. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Mm-hmm. Let me start off on that spiritual contact. Right. But in four words, in four words, I think you know that by now. Mm-hmm. You've been concerned about... And tonight, Jefferson, the four words police I'm sorry, I didn't kill this lady here in four words. So I believe that we have a trial coming up on the 23rd of June. That's right. This month. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm so concerned because you've been concerned. I, I'm, yeah. I live in Texas just like you. I'm concerned about Dallas. I'm concerned about Texas, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. And so that's one thing that caught my attention through you because you seem like you have a heart and you're really concerned because you know, like I know, it's a shame the way people are so slowful because this was going on before George Floyd got killed. All this that's right. Mm-hmm. All in that area before uh, Ahmaud Aubrey. All this was going down in 2019 before the pandemic. That's right. And back then, you see, we have the technology now, the cameras and cell phones. People was up on their guard during the pandemic because people were shut in, quarantined. I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. And you had a lot of opportunity to see a lot of how these judges operate and these officers, how they operate because we were shut down. Mm-hmm. And they was trying to cover stuff up. Uh, put it under the rug where people don't have the knowledge and how they treat us. But now today, this was all exposed. So now, 2019, and this is 2022, and I believe that we're getting ready to get something out of this. It's, it's a road to climb on this trial, but now you was concerned just like me. Mm-hmm. And I thank the Lord for you because... We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. That's and right. All, I don't, and, 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 and religious, religious has really killed a lot of our people. Like yeah. you, you seem like you out of religious. You're a type of person to me now. I'm saying to me, I'm not speaking for myself. You might be certain. I, I, I really know? hate to cut you off, but I've, I've gone over my time in this segment. Oh. But I really well, is enjoy, you. enjoying your, your call. But we're gonna we're gonna have to give. Thank you, thank you for your call and comment. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's- All right, we're back, and you can reach us at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have next? We have uh, Tony on the line three. All righty, good morning, Tony. 
Good morning, Tony. Is he there? Yep. Tony, you there? Okay, I think he hang up the phone. Maybe he can call us back. All right, yeah, come on, bring up another. Maybe bad connection. Yeah, bring up one and two. They've been on the longest. Yeah, yeah. one or two. Okay, so we have uh, Julia on uh, line two. Uh, Julia? Yes, Julia. All righty. Good morning, Julia. Good morning, Reverend Burnett. How are uh, you? I thought Kirk, uh, I'm doing all right. I thought Congress had passed like some bills with this gun law, and they were just sitting on the dome of death, waiting for the House and the Senate to do something. Well, here's what. We, we, we see, we, we're playing it down. It's the Republicans that's holding up these gun laws that would not yes. allow a person to just go into a store and buy uh, one of those uh, weapons of mass destruction or whatever you want to call it, military weapons, mm -hmm. and not have a background check on that, on that, on that person. It's the Republicans. Yeah. I'm going to tell it like it is. It's the Republicans oh, yeah, doing that. It's not the Democrats. It's yeah. the Republicans. Now, the House oh, have, have uh, uh, passed it, but it's the Senate. The Republican Senate is holding this thing up. Everything is always the Senate. But, you know, it's so funny because they can uh, come up with all these old illegal uh, abortion laws and things and pass them overnight, but they can't pass no gun laws. Well, they love you before you're born. That's the Republicans. They love you before you're born. But uh, after you're born, they don't want you to have the right education. They don't want you to have the right food. They don't want you to go to the best schools. No. That's after no. you're born. But before you're born. See, that lets you know that whole thing about abortion is nothing but a sham. That's to stop yep. these white women. White females uh -huh. from that's who they want to stop having abortions, but they use the black female as you know, uh, she's the model for this thing. The black female uh, many times have to go to a public place to get it done. The white female can yeah. go to the private doctor, and you never keep numbers on that. Yeah. This is how that's yeah. done. So it's a yeah. whole sham, the whole thing is a sham. To really yeah. get rid of as many of us as they possibly can. That's what they want to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but you know what? Like I tell everybody, every Republican Party has always been about money and power. And, you know, I don't know if anybody ever noticed, but it's all this stuff is really, really coming to life, and they don't care now. Ever since Trump been in office, he brought it out, so now they just continue with it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, they, they, they're built by power. But... For yeah. some strange reason, the Democrats will not speak out against the Republicans no. the way the Republicans speak out against the Democrats. They will not call them out on the wrongs that they do and is doing right now. They Really, Arroyk, one running for governor of Texas, is the only one that really called them out and have stood up, begin to stand up against them like, the, like the, all the Democrats should be doing. They're too quiet. What's wrong? Yeah. See, uh, they make you wonder yeah. have the NRA uh, gotten them too? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I, 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 I really, it's a, I don't even know what to even want to call it. But, you know, like I told them people, I was reading the other day, Steve Bannon, 
He said that they going to take America back from the bottom up. Well, That's what Steve Banner said. He said the white people going to take America back from the bottom up. Well, they, they still they, they still have America. See, don't 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 you know what that means? That uh, they're gonna wipe out people. Yeah, they, I know. They already they ain't have anybody taking America from them. They still own run run everything. They don't don't let them yep. fool you. But that still that should tell us to prepare yourself. We yep. will not prepare will not ourselves by coming together, sticking yep. together, staying yep. together. If you yep. and we have that, if you, you you touch my neighbor, you taught me. Touch my yep. friend, you taught me. You touch any one of us, you taught us all. This is the mentality the black race should have. But yep. we've yep. been yep. so divided and taught to divide ourselves, and yep. we, there's so much yep. self hatred that we will uh -huh. be destroyed because we will not come together. Come together, yeah, that's true too. But you know what, like uh, the man that called a while ago, he said, well, I know they, it's to the point of where I know they're not going to leave, uh, let uh, Abbott stay in office. They, those Republicans, they buy their way in office. They don't win. They buy their way. Well, they wouldn't buy their way if we that's voted. People keep, like we that's should. The way keep, that's how they stay in office, because they got all these people that's uh, pushing their money through to them. And they do what they ask them to do, so that's how they get to stay it off, stay their ways and well, stay it off. Well, we make stupid mistakes. Here's what we do. We align ourselves with other ethnic groups who don't care anything about us. And yeah. they will vote Republican. That's what kept yeah. Texas from being a blue state this last election. Those yeah. who voted Republican that people thought was going to vote Democrat. Yeah, but you know what? That's what they're doing now. They're setting it up. That's why they did all that redistricting. Because they said they, the uh, the uh, Democrats that the uh, the party had at the last election, the Republicans said they taking them. Well, they're the ones who draw those lines and draw those districts. Mm -hmm. And as long as we don't vote in off-year elections, uh, it's going to be that way. We'll turn out maybe for the presidential election, then another election come along a couple of years, we won't go to the polls. That's a disaster for us, and we don't even realize it. But I thank you for your call, all right? That clears the line, 972-647-1893. All right. Who do we have? We have a baby girl on uh, line three. Baby girl? Yes. All right. Good morning, baby girl. Oh, good morning, uh, Pastor Barnett. How, how are you? Happy, happy birthday to you. No, it's not my birthday. <laughs> oh, I just been... I Malcolm just, Robinson started that. He just wanted to let y'all know I was older than him. I said, oh, my goodness. Oh, without a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> anyway, yes, sir, I wanted to call and give a shout-out this morning, as I normally try to do. When but I, I thank you anyway. Good morning, uh, Pastor Barnett. Mm -hmm. I just want, I'm just so... I don't know what to say. I'm just, I, I'm scared to step out my front door sometime. Uh, with all this killing and all this shooting and guns and different things, I don't understand. Yes. What, what is it that we need to do? I, I vote. You know, uh, you know, that they're giving Democrats a bad name. 
what do we do? I, I, I consider myself a Democrat. What do I do when I get ready to go to the poll? Do I look the other way, or do I continue to stay on my bending knees and keep praying and asking God to? Because it's really not, it's not guns that kill people. It's the people that's got these guns that don't need them. They don't need to go out and buy no guns. I mean, an 18-year-old, I mean, I mean, not even a 60-year-old. If you're an idiot, don't know how to uh, keep those things in, 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 in up and away and use them when you really need them, why should you go out here and shoot up schools? I'm so scared, Pastor Burnett. I know I'm not supposed to be because God say fear nothing because he's in control of it all. But the world, the Bible is fulfilling, I'll put it like that. It's definitely coming to the end. I mean, the Bible is fulfilling. If you don't believe the Bible is fulfilling, there's something definitely wrong with you. Well, here's the thing. We're not doing what we should be doing. Uh, are you a part of any organization? No, sir, I wish I was. I'm a part of my family organization, a part of this world trying to live and do the right thing. But uh, the, the things that I'm seeing and, and things that, I, that I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing in the world, I, I just want to crawl on a rock, you know, but I know I can't do that, you know, because, like I said, God, he says, and he looks low, and he sees it all, and he knows. Do you go to church? Yes, sir, I, I go to church. Uh, yes, sir, I do. I, I, I try to serve God as much as I can, Pastor Burnett. I try to vote every year, but I can't stand it no more. I don't want to get so depressed or so just, just give up and just sell out, you know. And just, but it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I can't take it anymore. I, I mean, I mean, down there in Uvalde and all that stuff happening out in Buffalo, these people just going in and focusing. I'm scared. Of, you know, you ask me if I go to church. You know what, Pastor Burnett? I'm starting to be not, I'm starting, I'm, I'm afraid to even go in these stores. I'm afraid to go to the churches. I don't know who's going to come in and start shooting. Well, you, 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 you're making them successful oh. when you do this, oh. when you think like this. Oh. Okay. This is how they have treated us since we've been in America. Make us so afraid that anything they do to us, you will not, you will not retaliate, but you will take down and show your fear. This is what's happening. Now, you say you go to your church. Yes, do you get any inspiration? I do. I, do you get any real teaching? I don't know. <laughs> Why do you go to that church if you don't know you if you're being taught? I go to church, but like I said, I've, I've been in church all my life. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you my age, you don't know nothing about I'm 62 years old. I have been in church all my life. And I've seen the time, I've seen things, I've seen things happen right in church that is it, it's contrary to the will of God. I mean, the, the people of God these days. You, I mean, but why do you stay there? What, what's that? Why do you stay at that church? What do I stay there? Why? I mean, I mean, I, like I, I've joined different churches, but like I say, yeah, I'm in church. I, I try to, try to I mean, you know, I feel like I need to, I suppose to do that. But like I say, without the shooting and everything, people going to these stores and different places, going up shooting up everybody. I'm afraid to go in places. They shooting up churches. Yeah, yeah. You don't walk in church and shoot up. You don't do it. I mean, you know, and I mean, you ain't supposed to sit up in church and worry about who's gonna walk in and shoot you up. You're supposed to be sitting there concentrating on the word of God and trying to get your life right and trying to feel the Holy Ghost. Well, right? if you were concentrating on the word of God, you wouldn't have said what you just said. Yes, you are supposed to sit. Do you show? You should be watchful of those who come around you who come in your presence. 
those people at uh, Big Bethel there, and what was that in South Carolina? Uh, that they, those, this guy came in and killed nine of them after they had prayed with him and everything. Mm-hmm. It, they should have been more watchful than that. Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. things God don't ever tell us to be fools and don't look out for ourselves. Right. And we, he tells us to look out for ourselves. Well, you're true. That's true. That's See, true. We, 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 we shouldn't take Christianity to, as a religion that makes us downright fools. Well, we shouldn't do it. We shouldn't take it as something that makes us uh, just, uh, you know, so docile and everything. We take anything people put on us. This should not be. And any preacher preaching anything like that to you, or if that's the atmosphere in your church, you need to get away. But I thank you. Thank you for your call. 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have? Uh, we have uh, David on the line four. David? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, David. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Fine. Mama, I got Big Mama Velvet in magazine. Uh-huh. It had the whole, it had the whole fuse, open casket and everything. About yes. six, seven pages on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had you had you had white women fainting and passing out from yep. looking at that picture. Yeah. Well, see, <laughs> this this got to the heart of a lot of people. I'm gonna tell you yeah. what it did do. And I noticed I've watched politics all my life. I've watched things. It helped John Kennedy to get in office in 1960. Yeah. It helped Kennedy. Yeah. See, I yeah. won again in 56. It was so close. But as that thing began to turn, by 1960, uh you, they elected a Democrat hoping that would change things. A lot of people was hoping it would change things. But it changed some things, but they didn't change a lot of things because Kennedy didn't, did not have the political savvy to get such things as the civil rights bill and voting rights, open houses. He could not have ever done that. But it took... It took a Texan who was a cured racist, talking about yeah. Lyndon Johnson, to get those <laughs> things passed, get those things changed. It took that. Yeah. Uh, you can see God working there. But what we have not done is taken advantage and questioned um, white America and stuck together and said, why does it take amendments to... For me to have the right to do what every other American has already don't need an amendment to do. See, that's that lets you know: uh, are we are we truly citizens? Are we? This is what I listen, brother Barnett. In America, you have one political party. That's the federal. America carries us as emancipated slaves in the United States. You have many political parties. The United States carry us as citizens, but the United States is of America, and that means that America runs the United States. 
And that's what we never understood the system. See, we're carried as emancipated slaves with America. America is in charge. America is a company. Well, when, you, when, when they chose Amerigo Vespucis to name this Western world from Vespucis, they, 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 they were trying to distinguish themselves from the Eastern world. And when they did that, they, 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 they got not only the United States. They went to, they named South America. Central America and the North American continents after this can, white man. We can take America to world court. It's already been. We can take America to world court and sue them to what that peace treaty that they signed with the Yacht Wright Masons in 1870. Mm -hmm. They made provisions for us that the United States did not never obey it. Oh, we have to do it. That's what Malcolm got killed for. We didn't know what he was talking about in the 60s. Mm -hmm. But I understand well what you can do right now because they have already solidified, World Court has, that we was genocide. And see, they gave us Oklahoma. Oklahoma is supposed to be the state for Negroes and colored people and Indians. Well, well, they ran the Indians out of Georgia, South Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi. See, they used to be flooded with Indians. They ran them out of out of those uh, southern states into Oklahoma and on into farther western states. This Oklahoma was never supposed to become. It was it was Indian and Negro and colored people the emancipated well, slaves. they took the they took the, they took the black man. They gave him another name. They called him the Crete Indians, and he has a hot dog. It's, hey, yeah, I'm going. I've gone into a break. Uh, thank you. I uh, thank you for your call, and uh, you can reach me nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. All right. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back and ready for an hour number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I'm also inviting you to worship with us tomorrow morning at 9.30. Marion Barnett Sr., Heavenly Joy Church, tomorrow morning, 9.30. Come, enjoy the Lord with us. All right, tomorrow morning, 9.30. We enjoy the Lord. Amen. Alrighty, who do we have? Uh, we have Eric on uh, line one. Eric? Yeah. Alrighty. Good morning, Eric. He's not, he's not on. Um, Good morning. He's not on. I'm looking at the deal. You cut him out. Now you cut him out. Hello? Yes, go right ahead. Uh huh. Yes. Okay, this is Jacob. How you been doing? Fine, fine. The prayers turned out real good. I went and got to, went to hell with some of them good prayers yesterday. I got to go through like six more and I have everything I want by the end of this year. So hopefully sometime next year, everything will work out. I don't want Joe Coach to train me. I want him to promote me. Because Joe was up there in his late, close to eight years old. So I went for him to promote me, then to train me. And he'll, okay. he'll find somebody, he'll find somebody to work out with him. But all my supporters are like Metro Club Westmoreland. 89.3 FM, uh, Christ Design, 
Paula Ice Baptist Church. And uh, I got oats from my, and my cousin attorney, William Jacob, who I've been having since I was 13 years old. You know everything about me. He's mm-hmm. been doing some research and stuff. I got some support because the way that I'm born, the world is waiting to see me. The ANCL food. So I can't forget about the ANCL food. I've been knowing them 37 years. So I got some good supporters. I just got this three patients to continue to do what I do until I get in the gym. So that's what I do. All right. right I, all I can tell you is please be careful. Because okay. you say you're in, what, 60 years old? Yeah, I'll be 61 in the year. 61? Yeah, please be careful. And, uh, I promise you. I know. That I hope I those uh, youngsters go light with you, and uh, yeah. because I know in your mind you you might be twenty six, but you're not. Yeah. And things yeah. can happen in a hurry when a, a left hook comes, like real fast. All right. Thank I'll be you. Uh huh. All righty. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. All right, they close the line, 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have, Jason? And J- I mean, James, he's on line three. James? Did, was James the last one to call? Who's on line two? Uh, no, we, 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 we just had uh, Eric Jacobs. Who's on line two? On uh, line two, we... So. Hmm. Just bring okay, line yeah, two. Yeah, bring yeah. me, bring good, me line two. All. Good morning. Good morning. Go right ahead. Pastor Burnett. Yes, uh-huh. This is Imani. I, I hear, hear that. We all say, mate. Uh, right. I was want to tell the, the lady and the man, uh, what you're scared of is, uh, you're right, it's, it's, it's scary, but you can't hide in your house and in these uh, yeah. religious churches. Well, you've been that defeated like already you when you're doing things like that. Yeah, religion. It ain't about the religion. It's about the total uh, submitting your world to God and doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And and all of this is about problem is about money, power and money. Second Amendment was wrote about 18, 
because yeah. it is a federal holiday. And I don't want nobody to say I don't have time. And well, hold it hold, hold right there, money. Hold it. I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, man. I'm glad. Did we need the government to tell us June 19th was an important day for us? No, sir. It's just like the lynching law. They doing anything to keep us us stupid and, and voting for parties because the lynching, you know, lynching should have stopped in 1863 when the, we were preaching emancipation or proclamation. Imani, you, you were alive when June 19th was just about as big as Christmas, almost big as big as Christmas in the black community. We, yes. Well, you had a, a whole lot of places. It was just this. This was the one closest to Dallas, but you had Bunker uh, uh, Hill. I can name a lot of places we used to go. They come from all over the United States and go there and party yes, right sir. there. It was always yes, on the river. Always on the river. Was, we, that's right. And that's we had that thing down. Pat, we had that thing down pat. But, they came and killed the people, and, it, and it, when you put these preachers and these politicians in it, well, it's the people that control it, not the preachers and politicians. Oh, thank you for your show. But, but I want to uh, uh, the one I hear on uh, Facebook. But I'm gonna tell you something: it's the preachers and the politicians. Once we get get money out of our, our system, <laughs> money that controls the good and righteousness, like you teach, then we can we'll be able to do that. But money controls these people at at downtown in Washington, D.C., and these people that take photo ops time at no lynching laws. It ain't nothing but a, a photo op. And yeah. that's all they do is keep us keep us divided and conquered. But well, I hear you show. If they declare and, it a holiday, they can kill it. If that, if that, well, if we start celebrating under the auspices of a conscience that the, the government has made this a holiday. We, but at the same time, time, hopefully... This will reignite the celebration. That's right. See, it's they killed us. Together. They hurt Juneteenth with the Civil Rights Bill. Before That's the right. 64 Civil Rights, man, we used to really celebrate that day. But once they called, once we was able to go down and sit in and have a Coke and ice cream with a white man next to a, 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 a lunch counter, we thought we had our freedom. And Integration we, killed our community. Right. Really we don't have a community yeah. anymore. We're divided in conflict. That's right. All right. I we thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Money. Uh-huh. Sure. Eclipse of mine, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Uh, Jones is on the line one. Jones? Yes. All right. Good morning, Jones. Good morning, Reverend Vernette. I have two points. Yes. I want to hear you talk on if D.C. is a no-gun state, why weren't these people arrested that had guns at that insertion? The second point, why did the teacher open the door at the View Valley shooting? Why did she open that back door? Well, Nobody said anything. Here's what, here's what, here's what. D.C. is not a state. It's a land grant from the state of Virginia and the state of Maryland. And... Uh, to carry weapons in D.C. I'm not sure that you can't carry weapons in D.C. Now, but I, let me put it like this, because I, I hear where you're going. Had that been us, black people, going down the street, thousands, going down the streets 
with weapons and everything. What do you think would have happened? We'd have been dead. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. That was white privilege. That's what happened. Nothing but stone white privilege. And you see what what it almost did. You almost lost your government with through giving white privilege, letting them go in and just climb in and desecrate that building. Some terrible. That's, that was a terrible act. Very terrible. And if something should be done, had that been us, everybody they could have captured and everything, they would have put to death, would have put them before the firing squad right then and there. Now they're bringing them up to Washington and slapping them on the wrist. reason why people are having much to do with June 6th is not fired up behind because we already know they're not going to do much or nothing to these people. They're white people. This is what's happening. Till the black man stand up, black woman stand up, until we, the white, the black woman and black man stand together, we go nowhere. And that's one thing he's doing, doing a great job right now, is dividing us. We are divided. Oh, yes. Yes, ma'am. What about the teacher opening the door? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, that door was always open. She went and put uh, a stopper on that door and left it open and came in. Now, then she said she went back and locked that door. Look, uh-huh. did you I ever see? Did you ever? What was the name of that? Uh, uh, that that the Keystone Cops. Did you ever see that? No, sir. A bunch of bumbling idiots. This is what you had to happen that day. A bunch of bumbling idiots. This sheriff runs up there and didn't even have his radio. He's supposed to be leading things, but he don't even have a radio to talk to all of the police. He go up there on arm. They in there, in there in the rooms at 11 and 12, shooting, killing people, killing children, everything. And he doesn't have the right communication. Something is wrong with this whole thing. The, uh, I don't know, the FBI and, uh, you know, the Rangers are all talking about they're going to investigate. They ain't, they're not coming up with nothing that's not being told. This was all of them share some blame in that, not just that, that, that police chief, uh, that, that chief of the schools. Uh, they should have been there, stormed that room, as soon as they got there, the first ones to get there should have been storming that room. But guess what? I think they were afraid of the, the, the that those AR, that AR-15 he was shooting. Then I don't think they had anything that powerful that could deal with that, and they weren't going to lose their lives to save those children. That's the way they were thinking. They should have stormed that room, and uh, with the AR-15, he, they know he was going to get a certain number of them. With that rifle, that thing should be bought and taken out, and you should be able to buy one. I, I'm not for stopping you buying because, because I know who own most of them right now and who need some right now need to buy some. But they do need a check on how a, a person's uh, criminal background history to find out if they can if they should even use that gun. So. This is what's happening. 
I think a lot of fear and stupidity really played out that day and caused those 19 children and two instructors their lives. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Eckler's line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? We have uh, Sandra on uh, line four. Sandra? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning. I Hello. know we don't have enough time to say, but it was a parent down there in Uvalde that did want to show his child's body, but the media and everybody down there went crazy. He suggested everybody see it because he wants the government to see what has happened. He suggested it. It was, a, it was a parent that suggested it? Yeah. And they turned it down? Yeah. Yes, when I was in San Antonio uh, earlier this week, I was watching the news. They they, they interviewed him. Well, uh, well, well, look here. I, I, it's hard to believe. As greedy as these networks are, and they know that they would be number one for showing that for for the for that media day. They kept saying it was too hard on people to see, but if kids that survived, they had to see it. The parents have to see it. Why not think the media would accidentally and they get out in the public and it'd be too hard on the public to see? Let the public see it. Look, did you see that picture of Emmett Till? Yes, I did. Yes, yes, I did. Do you I, know I, how I, was Emmett Till identified? All of my grandkids. How was he identified? His mother and father did, couldn't identify him by just looking at him. They couldn't identify not, him. Not, not and, and those kids, uh, the father was saying... All of them faces got blowed up. They bodies were tore up. He wanted people to see that, and I, I'm like you. I think people should see it. Yeah. Well, they had. And, and another thing, if we remember, we remember the night that President Obama was elected. How all the gun stores throw out all their guns. We haven't forgotten. Yeah. I think we are people that forget. We haven't forgotten that we have been celebrating Juneteenth all of my life, and I'm almost 75 years old. Mm-hmm. It always has been and always will be a big celebration down in my hometown along that Brazos River. Where Where are you from? I'm, I'm from Sealy, Texas. Sealy? Yes. Yeah. Well, my hometown is close. <laughs> it's close to the back Brazos really, River, and uh, yeah, we, we but we, we celebrated we on Little River, a place called Bunker Hill, and they were there. Yeah. People were there by the thousands. My grandfather used to bring us to Bunker Hill. Yeah. But you see, we don't need the government to tell us that that's a federal holiday. Yeah. It, it always has and it always will be but a holiday. I realize what the, the, the lady in our Fort Worth has done, and my hat's off to her. I don't want to rain on her parade. But at the same time, uh, when you involve the government, if they want to, they can jump up and declare it's no more holiday. I guarantee you, Negroes will quit celebrating. We didn't they need to celebrate. Yeah, we didn't and, need and to. And one more thing, Pastor Bonnie, because I know you don't no, have time. I don't, I, I, I'm out of time right now. I'm out of time. I'm getting a signal. I'm I want all right. to okay. listen to all to check out Black Lives, Black Lives Matter because they're trying to bring a lawsuit up against them saying that all of this violence in Chicago and stuff came about about them. The government is trying to bring up a lawsuit against Black Lives Matter behind a lot of this stuff, which is yeah. wrong. But we, we black people, will have to stand with them. I thank you for your call. And you can reach thank me in 972-647-1893, and I'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's- 
All right, all right, we're ready. We're gonna take your calls. We're gonna take your calls. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do you have, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Beverly on uh, line four. Beverly, all righty. Good morning, Beverly. How you doing? Fine. How are you? I'm loving it. Uh, thank you. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's time for us black people. I got Echo and I know Radio House. Mm hmm. Yeah, Echo. Uh, do you have your radio? No, it's not. We clear here in uh, we showing clear here in the well, studio. I'm up in the south, so maybe. It's All right, just yeah. speak louder, then maybe that helps out. Okay. Uh, okay. You know what? We, if we don't do this now, we miss out. We can see this stuff now. This is exposure time. I've been seeing this coming for a long time. Exposure time. Exposure? Exposure. They are being exposed to the whole world. History is repeating itself where the other young people that came along after in the 70s didn't get this. They're getting it now. Well, you, you are so right, uh, uh, Beverly, because I used to hear on another station, young people, they had a, one guy had a sports show, and young people you would call in and criticize Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. Now, we don't need them. That's what the young people thought. But this same generation is the generation that's being shut down like dogs right now. Exactly. See, sometimes God have to tap us on the shoulder mm. to remind us we have not arrived in the promised land with that. leadership mentality, huh? You can't tell these young people this. They know it all. Well, every generation say that about the, the one behind them. But I, this generation was making a grave mistake because our generation didn't pass it on to them. Exactly. We bought houses that we've never lived in before. Worked on jobs like we never had before. But we 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 taught our children that we made them believe it was always like this. Yes. We didn't teach them the hell we had to go through with to get to this point. We didn't teach them that. I agree with you one hundred percent. This is why we are still stuck. Yeah. Well see and see it's young that's strong and can run fast and do things. But God has preserved some of us in the older generation still have the strength and the power to do certain things you you could do it with half your age. But see, you have to understand that we uh, were got we became ashamed yes, yes. of where we from whence yes. we came. Yes, we were ashamed yes. of having yes. a lot of people had to live in shotgun houses. Yes. Had an outhouse for your restroom. Yes, I remember we, that. We were ashamed when it rained. You had to put down pots and pans yes. to catch the water, keep them from water running all over the floor and everything. We were ashamed of going to a little one room, a small, all black school. Although we learned more then 
Seems like then we are learning now. Today, because they done washed up your, <laughs> your education. Yes. So we were ashamed and we didn't pass it on. Now we're paying for it. Yes, we are. And we're going to keep leaving, leaving this legacy for our children, children, children. I tell you what, every it. one of you, teach your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. Teach them. Please, people. Teach them. Please. They will listen to an old person. Uh, even a small child can tell you're older than their mom and daddy. Hmm. Let me say this. See, when I speak, my grandchildren, great-grandchildren, they're listening to me before they listen to their parents. Yes, they do. They, for some the reason, they parents. can detect something. We are the real parents. The grandparents are the real parents. That's right. That's why God told us. Lay up, uh, lay up money. Put it where everybody understand what I'm saying. Lay up money for your children's children. 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 Not, Come on now. That's your grandchildren. Lay up an inheritance for them. Yes. That's what he, that's what the Bible teaches. Yes. And that's yes. why it teaches give them something to remember us about. All right. And we don't do it. Well, we need to start, okay? All right, let me say Thank this you. and I'm going to let you go. Now, we got to think about this. I, I'm, are you there? I'm here. Okay. Greg Abbott. God have mercy. That, that, and that, that man name in that wheelchair. He created Who hot all wheels? of this. He created all of this. People, we need to wake up. We need to get to this pole. We need to get this man out of here. Mm -hmm. All right. That's Have right. He he's worse than George Wallace. He he the rest the hour, it, what's that? The NRA up in here after they did that shooting in mm -hmm. Florida. Yeah, and, and he tried. He, and guess what? Here. Guess what he's talking? About? He's trying to lay everything on mental illness. We've always had people that were sick in here. We, we need to be the first one committed to go to check to see the psychiatrist because something is wrong with him. He's thinking off of his butt, not his No, nah, he's just a hardcore racist. I'm going to tell you exactly what he is. All right. We thank you. We thank you. Mm-hmm. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Mm -hmm. Six four seven one eight nine three is the number. All right, who do we have here? Uh, Chance uh, is on the line one now. Chance? Yes. All right. Good morning, Chance. Uh, Hello? Hello? I called last week raving about the uh, politicians in Austin, black politicians in Austin, and all going to Washington, getting that, uh, become millionaires for them and their family. But I found this out this week, and listen to this. You're talking about a land grab. Down near Corsicana, there's a town in Nevada County called Eureka. Mm -hmm. At one time, Eureka was about 70% black. Mm -hmm. Okay? They're right, they're right down for 287. Mm -hmm. There's 10 acres. There's 10 acres with a cemetery and a church. The church is called Friendship Baptist Church in Eureka, Texas. Uh-huh. The slaves worship there and free slaves worship there back in the late to early 1800s, okay, this is God's truth. When that Richland Chambers Lake receded with a drought about six years ago, uh -huh. what they, they found another cemetery that butt up to the cemetery, okay? Is the water covering that cemetery? Most of it, yes, sir, yes, sir. They had to dig up those graves and take them into town. They, that's right. It was about six years ago. Okay? Well, now this is... 
often because Richland and Chambers Lake is what the second largest lake in Texas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a huge yes, lake. But check this yeah. out, okay? Uh-huh. There's ten acres. There's ten acres with that church and cemetery, okay? Yeah. There's a couple, a few white guys down there, land developer and county commissioners. I'm not gonna mention no names. Mm-hmm. But they're attempting to take that land, that ten acres. Is that right? That's right. How in the world could they do that? Okay, they're going back and trying to claim that the church organization in the cemetery hadn't paid taxes. Well, we all know better than that. We know churches are exempt, and we know cemeteries are exempt. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to grab that land. So, well, but now, what about the people that have relatives out there? I, I'm sure that that's where it started. At there was a couple guys. One guy whose mother was buried there in 1975, okay? Mm-hmm. And he got wind of what was going on. So he's kind of getting the word out. He's passing the word on because no one knows about it. So he's passing the word on. So we're going to raise a little hell, and we're going to need a little bit more hell raising going on. There's going right. to need more people involved. Now, uh, what 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 is your first name again? Chance. Ken. Chance. Chance. Uh-huh. Well, call back Rashkoff and leave with the producer your number. I like to talk okay. to you. Okay. Okay. That's, hey, hey, look here. Look mm-hmm. here. We want to get the community involved, and uh, we want to get everybody involved because we're not going to let them take it. And the thing that's, that's the thing that I want to do is I want to bring them out. Mm-hmm. These guys are public officials down in the Barrow County, and they're trying to do this. This is ridiculous. All right. It's all, all right. That, uh, uh, it's all about that dollar bill. Yeah. People to stoop to any level. Oh, yes, have mercy. All right. Well, we're not going to let them do it. We're not going to let them do it. Okay, thank you. Thank you, uh-huh, Ken. Thank you. All right. Echoes line 972-647-1893. It's just like I said last week. If I... Councilwoman Carolyn on, if you listen, call me, because I need some help on some things. Because I didn't look up... Uh, Father's Day and the day we're going to honor women. I got these days mixed up and I need some people to do some certain things. You have to pull this thing off. I really want us. Ladies, I have not forgotten you, mothers. I have got you all distinguished women. We want to do our distinguished women. want to have a program and different stuff for that. So call me, 972-647-1893. All right. Who do you have next, uh, So we have uh, Eddie on uh, line two. Eddie? All right. Good morning, Eddie. Uh, Good morning, great reverend. How are you this morning? I move up and up continually. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask your opinion, uh, great reverend, on what I consider to be a partnership between Russia in the United States, in particular, you got mm-hmm. these people floating around in outer space. Mm-hmm. You got this new multi-rich racist Elon Musk. Right. And I wanted to just ask you uh, how dangerous that is, in your opinion. Well, it looks like if Facebook looks like it's going to fall through his hands. I hope it do. Because he was going to really stir the world up with that Facebook because he is a hardcore racist. Richest man in the world. And 
that's got the money to to stir hatred uh like like he wants to uh believe me people if we don't come together we're not going to survive this and god has to do things to bring us together so i I, I, I what do you think what do you think well, I think that uh, it, it's coming faster to conclusion of the Caucasian uh, implementation of... Well, the Bible said the Gentile day is coming to its end. Yes. The young people in Africa and almost every nation are raising up and telling, you know, you have to get out of our economy, our resources, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And all we have to do is, you know, be positive. Mm-hmm. A lot of black people say uh, white people got all the money. True. Let's start thinking that we, in the name of God, because He owns it all, belongs to us. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, we were the first people on earth. Yet a, a well known, famous person said, admitted that the other day. I was shocked when he said what he said. All right. Great idea. Thank you, yeah, thank you. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you. All right. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have? And we have uh, Caroline uh, Arnold on the uh, line oh. one. All right. She's on line one. Okay, bring on. Good morning, Councilwoman. Good morning. Uh, how are you this morning? Oh, well, I'm, I'm listening to the program and and just a lot of thoughts going through, but I did, since we're on the topic of guns, I did want to make sure that we issued prayers for the family of the 15-year-old young man that was murdered at Derek Jeter Park over there off of Scotland. That's in that Overton. Uh, we went there. Yeah, that was Friday, I think early Friday morning. Uh, How, that is you say he was 15? 15 years old. Uh, there was an 18-year-old also injured, but uh, what we were, what we found out, and we went fight yesterday that, you know, it was just uh, a group of young people we didn't responding to social media, and they met out here at midnight and uh, had a fight between two young ladies and some kind of way it morphed up into gunfire. So now oh, we gosh. have a family 15-year-old son and an 18-year-old. So the answer, uh, we just, just all the input this morning on where we need to go and right now I just point back to Austin to the in part to our leadership of the lack of leadership in Austin from the governor's chair. So I did want to pray for that family. Yes, you, you see you're looking for leadership from the governor's chair? I said the lack I said the lack of the lack of leadership. Oh the lack of leadership. Oh tell me something I say I, you might not want to follow where he's gonna lead you. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 any anyway, I need I'm going to need some help because I messed up. You know, the day I did this, looking for outstanding women and honor the outstanding women of Dallas. I planned that thing uh, for the date for Juneteenth, and that's Father's Day, right? And uh, that won't work on that day. It just won't. No. It should be able to, but it, I, I just like to hit our stuff when I, I can, I can tell I done messed up on this one. Uh, it's, I, 
I, I, I, I'll give you, I'll tell you what I do. I'll give you a call at home. I'll call you. Give me a call, Lizzie. All right. And just, uh, okay, we appreciate that. Thank you so much for allowing me to call in. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, 972-647-1893 is the number to reach me. Uh, I tell you what, we're up against a break, and we're going to take our break for our last segment. All right? Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with y'all All right, we're back for, for our last segment, and you can reach us at 972-647-1893. All righty. Who do we have out? We have a uh, Red Ghost on uh, line four. Red Ghost? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Red Ghost. Good morning, uh, Pastor Burnett. Good morning. Hey, um, yes, sir. I got two things I like to uh, collaborate on. I mean, uh, just to talk about. It's the deal with the shooting of the uh, young people down in Uvalde. And um, the, the, we have, to show those bodies and stuff like that, you can go to Grand Theft Auto. You can go to these games, these computer games that these guys are, get, are playing already. And they're showing you the mass of killing. And that's what that young guy with that uh, with that rifle went down and did. So these people are focused and they're only in dreamland. And it's wrong for them to get those guns like that. And the second of all, we have in, uh, at, at uh, Great El Belton on the 25th, we having a historical ceremony to do a historical marker at Great El Belpo on the 25th in the, in the 10th Street Historical District. And that would be a great time. That would be a great time. It got plenty of room to honor the mothers uh, and the women of Dallas because that would, that would lock it down as far as the history thing. You got Royce West building there. You got John Wiley Price history. You got Mrs. Arnold going teaching over at the school. You got Mrs. McKnight. You got U of Vaughn uh, uh, school. That we need to bring all of that into that community to save that community because black communities is also very important too. And what's going on now with this gentrification with only a handful of people want your black property and got other people being a part of taking your black black property for profit is wrong. So mm-hmm. that is a beautiful place to do what needs to be done as for on the 25th. You can call Mrs. I have Mrs. Patricia Cox She's the president of 10th Street Historic District, a resident. Mm-hmm. And uh, during that ceremony, Reverend Burnett, I invited you a long time ago to come down and look at that community. And your voice is... So I went powerful. down there and looked at it. Yeah, but you didn't come to the program that we had for you. On Hutchison Slope, we have did these things for these kids in that community from the Recreation Center to NW Hard Lee to Townview. My mama opened the doors for these people down there to come to her shop to put this artwork and stuff down there for those students because they're needing community service. And ever since we've been doing that, we have had the city out of the blue, cold compliant, out of the blue. When we have our case closed and everything was done right, we have still got cold compliance on everything that we have done. I went to look up uh, some permits that we had in our, on our property. And we went in there and found out that inside of those permits that we've got, there's still something wrong with it because the people didn't put it in the data uh, uh, process. I got to go to court on the 13th, and I'm going to drag you in with me because I've been dragging you along for a long time since I've been up there with Sharonda Riley. I've been with you for a long time. 
And I need mm-hmm. to come up there and help you with that board because those guys are talking over you. Your program is not getting through like it should. You should be more professional than you are. So I would love to come up there and help you to do your program so you can be more uh, like you used to be on mm-hmm. top. So peace and love to you, Grandpa. But on the 25th at Greater Hell Delta, we are having a ceremony for the historical district. And that'd be a good time just to make the announcement of all the black women. That's what uh, 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 Mrs. McKnight was. That's what she fought for the yeah. right to do history. Uh, so I tell you I what, you. when I go off yes, Saturday, I need your number. Uh, yes, sir. I give it to you now. I give it to you now. This is my mama number. Uh, this is well, my mama's I, number. I can't take it. I can't take it now because I, 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 I can take it uh, of the air if you want. Yeah, give it to my producer. I give it to Pierre. Yes, sir. I give yes. It to okay. Don't don't uh, hang up the phone. Okay. All yes, right. Sir. This is my mama's home number. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Love y'all. Can win. Rule the world. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have? Uh, we have uh, James on uh, line three. James, all right. Good morning, James. Uh, good morning, Reverend Barnett and the Saturday morning assembly uh, yeah. where the issues, the important issues of the community are discussed. Uh, when you started out, you talked about uh, uh, the uh, Emmett Till situation and how the... Uh, casket was an open casket ceremony during the uh, funeral mm-hmm. and um, I think that would be a good idea in the uh, the Uvalde situation because our problem is apathy. We mm-hmm. take tremendous kinds of stuff to get motivated and mm-hmm. if, if the people of, of this country were motivated we could make this government work. But we got to be motivated, and that that and uh, that would be a motivating factor to show the bodies of those children in Uvalde. That's uh, right. In in the last well, that's that's what got really the civil rights bill really took off when Emmett Till's mother okay. uh, uh, allowed them to show the pictures, and it was shown worldwide. Now, there have been a lot of people like uh, Reverend T.J. Jemison and others before even Dr. King was holding bus boycotts and doing different things all across the South. But it was not until 55 when, then, when this, this lynching and all this started and she showed the picture that America, it, it, it just shook America so bad, shook the world so bad that this young man, they did him like that, showed them how they did her child. And then you had people running down the streets crying. I'm talking about white people, about how this was done. So when we realized what had been done here, we, it, 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 it changed something. Didn't change the air, didn't change the hearts of uh, enough people. But it did change some things. And if those pictures of those children, they were shot in the face. All of, He shot them all in the face, they tell me. That, that it would be such a horrific sight that it will really shake America and bring America close 
to all of this this murder and killing they talking to these fools running around talking about well we got mental mental health problems everybody have mental health problems but this mess is not happening in but one place that's America and the reason why it's happening because the deep rooted hatred in America by the Republican Party they are open open racist and Democrats need to quit running around and talking about, and other people running around talking about, well, Congress need to do something. The Congress ain't doing that. It's the Republicans that's holding up things. You might as well just tell it like it is. They're the ones, that Republican Senate, they're holding up things. And we need to be cognizant of this situation. Things are being held up that shouldn't be held up. And uh, we just need somebody. We just need those in Washington to start calling these racists out in the Republican Party. Mitch McConnell, that's a disgrace before God. He's a disgrace. It's, It's sad, it's sad. Someone like me. And look at this senator we got from Texas. He's the worst thing. Even even other Republicans don't like him. He's so low down and dirty. It's it's really, it's really a sad situation. But we thank you. A clear line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have up here? Uh, We have uh, Greg on uh, line two. Greg? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Reverend Bonnet. How are you doing this morning? Doing well, doing well. And yourself? Oh, I'm doing a pretty good for old man. I like the way you prefaced that this morning. Appropriate example. That was. And let us not leave out that the local authorities there had tried to and were going to cremate him. They were in the process of having a funeral. They had called his mother and told her, if you ever want to see him again or you want to be part of this funeral, it's going to happen on this date. So she went down there. They were in the midst of the funeral, and they were going to cremate him immediately after that. And mm-hmm. the feds showed up and took the body. And that's what stopped that. That's right. And she made, she made the conscientious choice. She said, I was in my moment. Mm-hmm. And I had a decision to make. And I wanted the world to see what they'd done to my baby. Well, you know what? <clears throat> we don't give her enough credit. Oh, no, that really, really yeah. kicking off the civil rights movement. That, that's right. She was the kicker that day. That's right. She kicked but this I'm movement, gonna... that, whole, that whole movement off, because when they showed this, I was alive and born and saw this for myself. We had just gotten our television. We got our television, I think, at 53, 54. And they were showing it on TV. People were right. running down. This true. People were running down the streets, screaming and hollering. You see, right. white people was just was going crazy. White women. Yeah. I mean, but had they shown had they shown this, what happened there outside of San Antonio? Right. But maybe I mean, it would bring people closer. I know it takes it, it a, a a whole lot out of. I'm not angry with people for not showing them and doing things. These are their babies. I and uh, 
it would take a whole lot for me to do it, but I believe I, I could have pressed through it and shown one of my children. Rembonet, two things with that. Also, that with the that the Kennedy was the first one not to lie in state and have the casket open. Mm-hmm. His wife, his wife, and his brother made that decision because they went there first. They didn't want anybody to touch him, but the Navy. They couldn't fix him, but there was a funeral home there in D.C. that handles all the high-profile stuff. They went in and fixed it, mm-hmm. and they brought them in to look at him and say, oh, no, the people can't His, head, like was, his no. head was shaped too bad. Yeah, they say, but... But, they but now they showed a picture him. of him on a slab there at a Parkland Hospital. Yeah. See, a lot of people don't realize it was almost a war at Parkland. Yeah, between the United States Secret Service and uh, Dallas County, Dallas Sheriff Department and right. and Dallas County, uh, 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 I mean the Police Department and the Sheriff Department of Dallas almost went to war with the Secret Service, and the Secret Service had gone to their car. They had some, they got some stuff that's just like bombs. They were gonna yes, blow, they were gonna blow, gonna blow the hospital up, but yes, they finally backed off and they let him take the. Body on back to Love Field where Air Force One was, and that's why. Yes, I, and that's when Lyndon Johnson. Uh, uh, well, you have that's to give uh, you have to give uh, Miss Kennedy yes. uh, credit. She didn't want to, but she went took a picture and stood beside Lyndon Johnson when he was sworn in as the next and, president. She didn't want to. And was still in blood-stained clothes. Yeah, and just she, had a coat your blood on was all over that. that black dress she had on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But remember, that, I say that to say this. That was also, that was in 55 with Emmett Till. But here, as of recent, a few years back, something similar happened up in Paris, Texas. Mm-hmm. And the bad thing about it was they made away with the body. They did. They did. did. They made away with the body. I think oh, that boy's God. name was Brandon Thomas. Mm. He he was out with two white men drinking. He got something happened, and they drew. They dismembered. He killed him. Dismembered his body, and they cremated that body before any process or, or charges or stuff could be brought. See, they they, they don't happened. want that shown ever again. Yes. They don't want they don't yes. want that impact. Because when they show stuff now, they show it worldwide. Just like uh, what's the guy's name got it, the podium had knee on his neck. They showed that oh, worldwide. George Floyd. George Floyd. Yeah, and it was demonstrations all over the world, wasn't it? Right. right. All over. They don't want these things shown. And if the people down there in Uvalde or whatever would would start. Dig them up. Sure. Yeah. I know the funeral homes have tried to do some jobs on them, but there's certain things that you just can't straighten out. And if they were well, shot right in the face like they said they were with the AR-15, there's no way if they have anything left, or any head left, whatever. Right. But, Barnett, that was, the, that was the key. The funeral director asked her, do you want me to try to fix him? She said, no. All I want you to do is clean him up. In other yeah. words, mm-hmm. clean him up. Don't try to fix nothing. He had a new, he had a new suit on, but as well, being yes. I mean, all that back, other cosmetic stuff, 
No, she did not want that. She said, don't try to fix nothing. I want him just as he is. And you ask how they identified him? They identified ring? him by his insignia ring on his That finger. his daddy gave him. That ring that his He's, daddy gave him. That's the only right. way they could they could tell who he was. Right, right. Yeah. His dad giving him an insignia ring, and and that's the only way they knew that was him. Yes, sir. Yeah. Two two issue two points still hiring. The post office is still hiring. If you need a job? Go to www.usps.backslashcareers.com. Well, that's a good job. Is still hiring. Mm-hmm. And Dark Container up at the corner of Ledbetter and Cockrell Hill. Mm-hmm. You can apply online at www.dartcontainers.com. Mm-hmm. Those two companies are hiring various positions if you are looking for a job. Once mm-hmm. again, that's usps.com. That's the United States Postal Service hiring various positions. And Dart Container. That's www.dartcontainers.com backslash careers with an S. And mm-hmm. that's brings our SAT job line to a close. All right. Wonderful job. Wonderful job. Great comments. I love it. I'm 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 gonna have to get out of here. It's it's eight fifty eight. I'd like to give them they have a good show coming up next. Uh the workers beat. And Amen. and but now you that post office that you just announced and all that was a good job. Yes, sir. Go. Yes, sir. Now, would you say that again? Give that information again. That is, the U.S. Postal Service is hiring various positions. You can go online at www.usps.com. They have various positions available in various locations around the Metroplex. And Dark Container is hiring various positions. You can go online at www.dart.com. Dot containers backslash ca- backslash careers with an S C A R E E R S dot com. All right, that's okay, U.S. Great. United States Postal Service and Dark Container both ha- hiring various positions. Great. All right, Pierre, you can hit. You can bring the things so on. I'm, I'm going to get them out of here. I'm going to get out of here and let them come on in. All right, my theme song. 